0: I'm back. Oh, what? My. what? What? Alex is here. Hey, he I'm is, back. He
1: is back from being a super famous televised human. Um, um,
0: still doing open mics, so, you know, just to keep myself humble in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man. If you, uh, have you had the moment where you walk into an open mic and uh, somebody uh, looks at you weird for being there yet?
0: Uh, not one. yet. I don't think... Well, I, I stopped going to open mics for like a week or two to focus on my writing to punch it up got more battles coming up on the road and uh yeah i've had a couple people introduce me though on stage like hey he was on comedy Central. now he's at an open mic i've had that so i think that that equates what you're asking but it's funny because i've been starting off my line my whole set with something you told me uh, was that nobody is calling. So I've re- <laughs> <laughs> reset the whole fucking route that way. Cause people are like, Oh my God, you have a credit. And I'm like, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> Nobody's calling.
1: Yeah. That was actually something Jay Light, who's been on this podcast. Friend was, of the podcast. We, that was a conversation he and I both had afterwards. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I was, I had such a weird experience with it because nobody was calling, but I was also like very sick. Uh-huh. And so when I went to, uh, so it was, it was very interesting cause I had like two parts of my brain. Like there was mm-hmm. this success part of my brain that was like, everyone should be calling. And then there yeah. was this like raging fear monster in me being like, your uterus is trying to escape your body. yeah Call,
0: but leave a message. <laughs> <laughs> Probably,
1: yeah. So, uh, my, re- my response to that was, uh, confusing at best. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, yeah, it's it's all good, man. It's like yes. you, it's now you're back. You're no, back.
0: Absolutely from back. Got to keep doing the work. You never graduate from anything. No. Anything. Oh, no. The great thing about this uh, mm. about not graduating is that you will never have debt in this world. What? I don't even know what that means. I'm thinking about this type, if you were to graduate Alex's from some area. Alex's brain is just a
1: collection of fortune cookies. Yeah, it really is.
0: <laughs> if you look at an MRI, it's just all fortune cookies in my brain. This <laughs> actually the shape
1: of a fortune cookie with four, like 50,000 fortunes inside.
0: Yeah, so we're all Asians. And, uh, uh, shout out to Crazy Rich Asians for opening number one.
1: I know. Everybody's really excited about it. Oh, I'm
0: so happy about it. Some,
1: somebody was, I was on a show last night and they were like, well, when are Latinos going to get their Crazy Rich Asians? I was like, Latinos are taken to television. That's what yeah. we're doing. But you
0: had Mi Vida Loca. Yeah. You had Selena.
1: All, we well, yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, no, I, I absolutely, I. That was twenty years ago. Is the
0: thing. Wow. Yeah, if you think about it, w- and it's been fifteen
1: one? years since Joy Luck Club came out. So mm-hmm. that's the thing. Yeah. We, you know, we always been looking at each there other. There was East Los
0: see. High. Yeah.
1: Yeah. See, that's television. Yeah. That's the thing. We've been killing it in the TV game.
0: So many, and like Asians only got one show, one and a half shows. We got <laughs> My Crazy. My crazy ex. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a half half Asian, half white dude yeah. as a lead. That's it.
1: Was Crazy Rich Asians good?
0: Yes. Should I go out and see it? Great rom com. I recommend everyone go see it. It's a, a great rom com. It addresses a lot of class issues in the Asian community.
1: I love
0: it. I've had to do deal with a lot of those head on. Everything except for the money. So I'm, uh, I'm working on the money part. Yeah. <laughs> Looking to buy a nice plot of land. <laughs> also,
1: okay, so also you got married. Can we talk uh-huh. about that? Yes. You got married and you kept bragging throughout the ceremony how little you spent on the ceremony. And I was like, yes. you gotta stop.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I do have
1: to tell you that when we pulled up yeah, uh, when we pulled up, it was uh, we pulled up along like the one side of the building,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, we pulled up next to the biggest pile of dog shit I had ever seen in my life mm-hmm. in and a, District, and a man who that had like this like very Mad Max Fury Road quality mm-hmm. about him, <laughs> and. Uh, Stewart uh basically said chingon like as loud as he could <laughs> like he was just like he was just like god damn it alex <laughs> 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 and so we fought that bum we jumped over the dog shit we walked uh-huh. into your beautiful wedding but it was just uh-huh. like this very funny moment yeah. like, where the fuck are we <laughs> that's
0: la in a microcosm right there is just stepping over dog shit to get into something yeah. beautiful it was
1: like really funny it was it was the most funny um but yeah, we're just talking it up. So congratulations and Thank congratulations. You. And we're Thank very you. happy to have and you And I'll stop back.
0: talking about how much money I saved. Uh, <laughs> on your wedding. On my progressive insurance. <laughs>
1: on your progressive insurance. No, I mean, it was a lovely wedding. I, yes. I do, you know what? I do love celebrating a deal. Mm-hmm. I do love celebrating a deal. Yeah,
0: we, lo- we love a good ceremony. And if anything, if it came in under budget, even better.
1: Oh, yeah. And that was we- maybe the best wedding food I had ever had. That was Shout incredible. out to
0: Palace Catering. Palace Catering in K Town—they do the best for the best deal. Okay, I'll stop talking about deals. I sound like a—I sound like a frugal monster right now.
1: Yeah, guys. I don't know if you know this, but Alex is famous. Uh, he's a famous person. Uh, you don't have to give him any more deals. In fact, yeah. you should charge him more. How um, dare
0: you? That's—that's that's not the point of getting a credit. That's not the point of getting famous. Famous people get myself. everything for free, absolutely. I worked hard so I don't have to work as hard.
1: Oh gosh, hey, we got a third voice here. Uh, how do you want to identify yourself, sir?
0: Um, I identify as a he, if
2: that's what you're asking, uh-huh. I am. I I'll introduce myself, okay. Um, not a Z, not uh, a Z. Rob Zoroff, so Ah. Pisces. from Long Beach,
0: California. Long years old. Beach. Mm. love it. Natural bald. How do you prefer your long walks?
2: generally on the beach with a loved one hands held. Sunset. You are one
1: of those like world adventure people. You have a very like Instagram uh, summer. You're taking all the I
2: try not to but I try not to flex on a, the gram, but sometimes I
0: got to flex it's on It's been the gram. a real hey.
1: eat, pray, love summer for you. <laughs> I'm going to say
0: that. I wish I got that reference. The, oh, he, he, well, he, he did wear sandals today, so that's oh, yeah, so I'm, I'm wearing, telling you.
1: I'm
2: wearing uh, free promo samples from Hornito's Tequila. Mm-hmm. Just doing what I can to piss off everyone in Silver Lake when I walk around there mm-hmm. in my flip-flops. Do you think they
1: noticed your flip-flops? I
2: hope so. I hope it upsets people. <laughs> you, know, like, you should have bought the ones I made. Yeah. There then I'd be like, oh, flip-flops in L.A. He's I, such an outsider.
1: Everybody wears flip-flops. I don't
2: see it. I don't see my people.
1: I, I upgraded to Birkenstocks this oh year. Oh, my ah. God. Yeah, because I my, my feet. I'm on my feet a lot during the day. Are you
2: sure you don't have a kid somewhere?
1: Oh, I definitely have, like, resting mom bod, yeah. for sure. I, I better like, have a kid to justify my figure at this point. That's have,
2: where I'm at. Do you have a Volkswagen uh, station wagon, too, somewhere?
1: Uh, like a Passat? A Passat yeah. station wagon.
0: Or like a Subaru. Yeah. A Subaru, Subaru Outback.
1: That's mm-hmm. my grandmother's favorite car. She mm-hmm. just uh, lost one against all uh, recommendation.
0: <laughs> all, ter- all terrain.
1: All terrain vehicle she can hit her house with and murder. Yep. <laughs> and blackout.
0: It's, a, it's exactly. the perfect SUV to blackout it in. It is the
1: perfect SUV to blackout in because it's harder to roll. Yeah. Uh, it's so low <laughs> to the ground. It's so low to the ground. So we're going to ask you 12 questions from a recovery perspective. And one thing that's fun about you is uh, you're for sure not in recovery. I am not
2: in recovery. I occasionally like to get on the sauce, like a little too much. Okay. Okay. But I go through, I'll go through these periods, like bingey periods, and then I'll go through these, well, I'm not drinking for a month, repeat, rinse, cycle. It's probably very harmful, but it's just who I am. I can't.
0: And cycle as in P-S-Y-C-H-O, cycle. 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 Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rinse, repeat. Psycho.
2: What was that old system of down song? Psycho. Groupie.
0: That one. Yep. I don't know which one you're talking about. Screeching halt from Rob. No, but we're blowing
1: out hard. mm -hmm. We're blowing out hard. Yeah.
2: Um, But yeah, I'm not sober. But I've, I definitely try to take time off, but I find myself getting wound up into it a few
0: times.
1: Wouldn't it be funny if I was just like, we're podcasting your intervention right now? Your whole family is going to show here. up.
0: <laughs> door number one is your family who is very disappointed in you. I would just be like, oh, hey, Dad, mom, I haven't seen you in so long. I'd
2: be pretty <laughs> <excited about laughs> That's that. exciting. Say, like, what'd you do to your hair? Oh, my gosh. Took Dad's lead,
1: lost it. Hilarious. <laughs> You look good, Bald. Oh, thank you. Yeah, self-acceptance. Yeah, you you're ca- doing that. I mean, you can't
2: fight it. You just you have can't.
1: to Well, and that's a good it's a good place to ask our first question. <laughs> okay. How do you experience surrender? Well,
2: okay. Experience surrender. So, when you say surrender like dealing with something I can't do anything about yeah. necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess hair is a good way. A lot of uh it was it was a big bummer to lose my hair when it started. I mean, like, I kind of. My dad. All the guys on my dad's side of the family are bald, and I knew it was going to happen. At what age did uh, you start balding? It started to thin out in my, like, mid, like, early mid 20s, but, like, it hit overdrive when I hit 30. And at first, you're, like, you're pissed off as shit, and you're angry, and you're like, oh, I don't want to be bald, and, you know, it's not cool. And then you just. Did
0: I don't you know. try any kind of shampoos or anything?
2: I, uh, I tried <laughs> Rogaine, and it. Like, it made my throat, like, close up. What? Like, heart palpitations and stuff. And that's what...
1: You know what brown people do? What? Castor oil.
2: Castor oil? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I th- so is know. it a little late for that? No. If I showed up with a full head of hair, everyone would be like, oh, this dude got plugs. Hollywood no. got to him, bitch. They're getting real good these days. You're still young, Zora. Genetic engineering's on its way, so I'll just go with that. But no, no, it's already, I, it's already here. It's, uh, and, you know, it's a bummer, but then, I don't know. You just kind of have to accept it, and you got to change everything kind of around it. So I guess I deal with surrender. I try to just, I, you know, like if you have a weak muscle, you try to strengthen everything around it. I try to do that okay yeah so i i mean at first there's a lot of denial and anger and sadness like i think a lot of people experience but you just gotta push through that
1: when i got super sick they put me on a medication that made my hair fall out oh, man. remember how much hair i had when i first started doing stand-up i had like a mane
2: I feel like you You even losing half your hair you still have all of the hair right I
1: noticed it and then Ah. the other day I was getting a blowout, and this fucking guy because I had to like do it for a photo shoot so it was Mm -hmm. like quick and dirty I went to Floyd's Mm -hmm. and this guy's like champing my hair and he goes oh your hair's really thinning out I can see there's a lot of it falling out. What here. a cunt! And then he was like trying to show me, like he was trying to sell me shampoo. Oh well motherfucker! Was he was just trying to sell me shampoo.
0: Floyd, check your barbers. Well, please. no,
1: I actually gave them a really bad survey back. They've called me a couple of times, and I've just never been able to like call them back. Yeah. Um, but uh, probably because they want to give me like free services because I was like you so better, fucking You better mad. cash
0: in on the free services. <laughs> I was like,
1: I was so mad. But the, um, uh, the it was a weird point of just like, oh well, I a lot of like physical stuff is very difficult for me because i don't want to accept it you know what i mean i want to i want to fight through it
2: yeah because you know your physical appearance it's your like the bulk of your ego you know what i mean as a person
1: it shouldn't be though
2: it is though it can be
1: Uh, i think i think that's the goal is to try to like find a new way
2: yeah yeah, I'm learning that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, where, yeah, shave your head and just go for it. Yeah. Um,
0: so no in, instead of getting all your strong stuff around it, you should revisit the hair stuff because there's so many ways to regrow hair now. It's such like a I know I'm saying this with a full head of right. hair you have, right like, here. All the hair.
1: <laughs> like, you have all but like, the hair. It's like a
0: pile of hair. <laughs> but I'm saying... It looks, hair, like, it looks like outsider artwork at this now, point. I'm saying like you should totally revisit like certain types of treatment. They're making all kinds of breakthrough with hair especially... And it's such...
1: It, a, it's such a huge deal. You have a deal. real Yu Yu show hairdo right now. Right? Oh, yeah. Including it, with the, like, one little, like, quip just, like, coming yeah, down I, on the side. I
0: wasn't trying, but it just happens. Yeah, you look like you do. No, but I'm telling you, Robert, we are going to talk after this. Okay. And we're going to we're gonna get you that full head of hair back. Because your hair is fine. It just needs, like, some beefing up here and there. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's, it's, it's right here. And, but part of me also would like my hair back. And then part of me is like, no, nah, man, just there's going to be someone else out there someone like me who's bummed out he's losing his hair and just like Maybe
0: just be cool with it, so other people are cool with it. No, you don't need to adjust your your standards to make other people comfortable. Fuck all that.
2: Ah, you gotta be. No. Sometimes you gotta be the hero that you need. No, no, you don't. You you need to be the
0: guy that loves yourself instead of loving others. Can he just
1: love his his bald head? No. And
0: if you got a solution, (laughs) no. You got a solution. (laughs) Fuck being a hero. I will fucking
2: trap. I will. Don't be no, a hero No, my Alex hair Alice,
1: Hollywood's changed you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Give him one credit, and he's so a monster. Fu- I didn't was, know it was Hollywood Alice. Oh, <laughs>
1: Hollywood Alice. Well, no. you're, you're <laughs> the funniest thing is, at your wedding, Um, because I had mentioned to Pat a long time ago, I had mentioned to our friend Pat Barker that he should, when he has his baby, bring uh-huh. the baby to a roast battle with some earmuffs on. Because uh-huh. I had mentioned, I was like, for your baby shower I was thinking of getting these um ear noise canceling things so you mm-hmm. could bring the baby to roast battle and he's and we had a long conversation about it mm-hmm. and he was like he was like fuck no I would never bring my baby around those animals yeah <laughs> those fucking yeah. animals is literally what he said and he did it for uh-huh. the TV show yeah. and I said remember when I had that conversation with you <laughs> and he said no I have no idea and I was like why would I make that up that's so
0: fucking specific (laughs) that is so
1: specific and then I just looked down and I said Pat Hollywood's changed you. <laughs> In fact, Hollywood's changed your baby. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that baby's got it's a like, sad credit. That, yeah, that, yeah. Not, not for the belly room, but for the fonda? Yes, here comes my baby. Oh my repressed, repressed memories. Just, I'm telling you, we, <laughs> we got to get you that full head of hair back. <laughs> okay. And I'm going to be right there with you, holding your hand as your hair grows back at the full length. Oh, thanks. You, thanks that top. is, topic it main. is true. You
1: do have like weird Chinese medicine things that you know. I'm
0: telling you, you guys need to hit me up about these weird weird Chinese techniques and just like... The arnica
1: was really good, but the doctors made me stop taking it. Why? They were like, don't take anything before the surgery. I had to stop taking everything
0: for about a week. What? Yeah, don't take it so they can push more medicine down your throat? Fuck them. It's all natural.
1: But I I got a cream... So that from helps. them, from no, like from, from Trader Joe's, actually you okay. can get the cream for Trader Joe's.
0: All Jones. right, Arnica cream or what uh-huh. kind of cream? Good, what good. This? What kind of cream? As long as
1: Arnica, like it's. I don't know. He explained it to me. Anybody? If somebody had told me, hey, if you swallow a marble, you'll feel better, I would have swallowed a bag of marbles. Yeah, <laughs> <No.
0: laughs> it's it's these little supplements that are sublingual, and it it yeah. it's almost a diuretic where it pulls all of the liquids out of your joints and bodies. And like when I had. I had jaw surgery for a TMJ mm-hmm. a few, few like quite a few years ago, and my face swelled, swelled up to twice its size. And the doctor, Korean guy, bless his heart, he said, you know what? Before the surgery, you're, you're gonna take a lot of raw pineapple juice from the can, that giant Dole can, not that artificial garbage that they put in bottles and add like pounds and pounds of sugar into, uh, just the natural stuff, no added sugar, and take arnica. My treatment period, recovery period, was supposed to be six weeks. I was supposed to have my jaw wired shut for six weeks. And this is like my first year into comedy. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Okay, I got to do what I got to do to get rid of this fucking snoring and all like my, all my jaw pain as I'm talking so much. And then I took arnica and pineapple juice, combined that together. And my treatment recovery period, I'm sorry, my recovery period went from six weeks to two weeks. Jesus. Within two weeks, yeah, they brought me into like, this room with a bunch of surgeons, and they're like, This guy's two weeks post op. And they're like, What? How? I was like, I was just taking arnica and pineapple juice, what the doctor told me. And they're like, Oh. So, anyways, I, I get furious when doctors try to tell you not to take certain natural things. I, yeah. I understand NPO, you know, no fucking foods or meds or anything. But um, okay. well, I think it's possible. I'm a, I grind my teeth in my sleep. I hold a lot of tension.
2: Would that help for that, you think?
0: It's it's a really intensive surgery.
2: No, I mean the uh, arnica, or is that just for recovery? Possibly, you might need a mouth guard. Yeah, just. For I a have mouth a mouth guard. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. I've, do I've, you chew I've,
1: through the mouth guards?
2: I'm. I've I had used this thing for about lot. like, going on maybe two years, and it's just it's. I look at that thing in the morning and just shudder. Do you have health insurance? Yeah,
0: I'm good on all you that. You know what yeah. helps
1: at the end of the day with teeth Weed. grinding no therapy
0: therapy yeah
1: yeah i stopped grinding my teeth when i started going to therapy i used to chew through mouth guards i I yeah
2: going to therapy i started doing therapy last year it's been a minute i haven't gone since i've been in la but i would say that was probably one of the most like Mm -hmm. biggest most life-changing uh things i ever did Mm -hmm. just being able to
0: like start talking. I couldn't do this if I hadn't gone to therapy, but that helped mm-hmm. a lot, too, and I think... Mm-hmm. I need yeah, because you're that. generally generally a really chill dude. Since I met you, you're, yeah. like, one of the cool guys. I try to keep it real uh, docile. Good. Not even <laughs> docile, but, like, even service. keel.
1: That's true, because when I met you, when we were, it's like, down in Orange County, it was, like, a constant dick measuring contest down there.
0: <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> and
1: you just were too, too chill to be bothered.
0: Yeah, it
2: helps... Helps some a little bit older too. I think yeah. a bunch of fucking eighteen year olds running around who are finally good at something in their life, you know.
1: <laughs> but I get, it,
2: I get it. I was an eighteen year old dickhead too once, like, and yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think just kind of knowing that what was going on. But I just try to keep it. I try to keep calm. Try to keep it even keeled. Love it. And just boil underneath the surface. <laughs> you know, oh my god. <laughs> so, what's <laughs> got... been the
1: most insane moment in your life?
2: Most insane moment insane in my life. Insane
1: Good or insane, bad. Oh
2: man. That's a hard uh, question to answer. I mean, what would you say for you? I need an example here of what we're...
1: Oh, wow. That's really like fascinating. Like everything with
2: Roast Battle and your surgery and all that?
1: Well, that was kind of... That was like an insane year. That was a really insane year. And I'm still like... I'm still processing it. It's mm-hmm. still been... And this. thank you for listening. Mm. If you still listen to this
0: podcast, <laughs> no. I talk about it all How the time. everyone loves you. Man? I'm yeah. so
1: processing it but um yeah i'm still processing it because there was a lot of like weird personality drama that went on behind the scenes there was a lot of like my own physical stuff that was going on and then there's sort of the expectations of like what your career is going to be like and Mm -hmm. then and then the letdown because expectations are always an opportunity for resentment Mm. um but then there was the like i don't know i think maybe god most there have been a lot of really interesting moments like there was a moment Right after a breakup where i uh this was a hundred years ago this was so pre-comedy you wouldn't even believe it but i was living i just like broken up with somebody and we'd been living together and then i moved into this like apartment and all of my shit was in the corner of a room mm. and i was trying to sleep on an air mattress during the day to get, um, to get ready for work. Uh, I was working night shifts at a rehab and I was fucking miserable. I was so miserable. And I remember just like breaking down and crying and saying out loud, I did not get clean for this. Like this sucks. This feels like when I was still using, Like this is the worst. And, um, just this incredible amount of calm went over me and this very clear, sort of like voice outside of myself was like, it's all going to be okay. Keep moving forward. And that was maybe the most insane moment. It was very small. Nobody was watching No cameras there. It was everything in my life just sort of stopped for a moment and i knew that i was going to be okay and that i was on the right trajectory i wasn't sure what that trajectory was going to be but i know that all of those types of moments like that have led to this moment that we're having right now
2: okay Mm -hmm. okay upon hearing that i have similar story i think when i was maybe 26 first like really serious relationship like all through college it had just been you know nothing too serious because you know i was in college just being a drunk dumb 20 year old so out of college first very serious girlfriend we dated for a year she moved away uh up to sacramento i was living in costa mesa Mm -hmm. and that like for the first serious relationship that's like taking it to hard mode instantly and while we were together uh i i had been on ssris Mm -hmm. since i was like in high school Mm -hmm. and it was just one of those things that just just I had tried to come off it before and things got a little too heavy Mm -hmm. and then uh, but while I was with her kind of found the strength Uh, we broke up I hadn't been on them for a few months and just like finding out a month later she was already seeing someone new and like shit with my family and just everything all the shit going on in my life Uh, (laughs) as they fumble on the phone uh, I I just like it just kind of came crashing down one uh thursday and i don't even know I, I don't know what you would define as nervous breakdown or like just the panic attack the end all panic attacks but like i i had to go i went home i texted my roommate from my room i was like i don't know what's wrong i like, can you come home and he came home he gave me a xanax it calmed me out and i wasn't like i had to go stay with my parents i was i, I was a mess like you know my heart was broken all
0: this other shit going on Wait, she. L- she left to Sacramento out of nowhere. No, she or got a she, better
2: job up there,
0: and she just left. And you guys like, discussed this. Yeah, and it's like that. she
2: kind of she's like, I got, I have a job up there, and I was really, I was upset, but you know, I loved her, so I'm like, okay, and you know, we made it work for a long time, but just we weren't, we weren't meant to be together. Just she's like, we're she's a very um, alpha type of personality. Ah, oh, Scorpio. Yeah,
0: uh, uh,
2: I don't even remember, <laughs> but. It was. It was like I'm not a. I'm not a bossy person, and I don't need to be in charge. But I don't like to be.
0: Like you said, you're a Pisces. When's your birthday?
2: Uh, March fifth. March twentieth. Yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah. Oh, you're right on the I'm right cursed. on the edge there. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Stewart's also a Pisces. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I That's don't like great. to be bo- Like I don't like to be bossed around him. to that yeah. level. Like I don't. You know what I mean? It was. It was a little too much. But she's like we're we're friends now. She's engaged to so that guy actually. Mm-hmm. But um, ha- having that breakdown and then like building myself up from there was one of the craziest kind of uh, parts of my life, because it was basically just having to...
0: And it just take, came out of nowhere? Y-
2: yeah, it just kind of, I felt, it was at that point I felt like I, I really discovered all I have been doing my whole life was bottling shit inside of me.
0: Ooh, and it gutted you. Yeah, and
2: it was my first time like that all came out. And then, since then, that was you know a few years ago, it's been me just learning how to not do that again. And everything was fine. Um, the problem, the hard part of it was like, we had the same group of friends and that made it, that amplified everything.
0: Fucking A, hate yeah. it when that happens. And, uh,
2: it's, we, be, her and I are friends again and I'm friends with the dude. He's actually pretty cool. No, he's um, not. I actually like him better than her. Uh, <laughs>
1: she has good taste in men.
0: Yeah. Well, uh. will stop it, Anna. <laughs> like,
2: the first time, I remember the first time, like, I, I kind of like. Hung out, hung out with him. Like we all went camping or something I had met him, and she. Oh, you uh, met him on a camping. Trip? No, no, I had met him before. Oh, okay. I, that met motherfucker him, like, with,
0: was in I the had trenches, a girl, I, just I, yeah. waiting. He okay. Yeah, he was. I don't even know what the fuck.
2: <laughs>
1: what was the last time you went to a meeting, Alex? <laughs> it's been a
2: while. <laughs> you are
1: so fucking ready to fight the world. You sound like you. I'm to... usually
2: that right now. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love it because he's he's like doing it for me. Like he, he's I'm the, mad for you, yeah. Rob. It was I like, really was am. Dude, I was pissed as shit, but the dude was huge. You to so
1: could go to a anything. meeting when you're out in Arizona. Yeah, yeah
2: I will. Thank you. <laughs> but
1: Jesus.
2: The Christ. first time I saw her, like, start to kind of like get on his case and boss him around, and he. Looked at me and I was like, "It's oh, on you now, buddy." And, and and it made me feel better. Like I paraded so many like new girlfriends and girls in front of the two of them in social situations, and it kind of just like the pain just kind of subsided. But it was nuts learning just how to like uh, put myself back together. And uh, yeah, and right now I would say my first year in Los Angeles might be the craziest part of my life. It's fucking batshit crazy up here.
1: She's not an easy city.
2: No, she's yeah. not. No. She, it's uh it's not for the weak and I'm not necessarily no. weak but fucking a it's like, gonna test you yeah
0: it's gonna it's gonna really show what you're made of and you get, you gotta use that fight that anger, that resentment, whatever you have against you and channel it all in a very very uh <laughs> Streamline type of way so you can use your Cons- weapons for yeah, you gotta like to construct not to destroy you gotta or you make can, yourself concise
1: yeah where you can build you could feel your feelings and grow yeah. stronger
2: it is literally yeah coming up here has been exactly that yeah. it's yeah. like you took you, uh it's great then i kind of took a hit
0: but i just dug my feet into the sand and you're ready to get pushing. hit again you're ready to get hit again. over and over and over yeah best thing you can do is to uh Look out for the meter maids. Yeah. That's all. That's one. I haven't one. gotten a ticket yet, baby. Hey. Eleven months. Knock on wood. I got Keep I learned my up. lesson in Long Beach uh growing up there. Oh yeah. Mm.
2: Long
1: Beach has the most aggressive me. Like, oh. how many times have you gotten up at six in the morning, run? Barefoot into the street to oh, move God. your car. Sorry,
2: I already wrote the ticket, bro. Well, there's a fucking warm place for you in hell, dickhole. You can yeah. you
1: can literally. I've seen when I first moved to a residential neighborhood in Long Beach, I was like renting a room for my friend, and I had lived in what's called like the gay ghetto in Long Beach, which oh, is Broadway. Where, yeah, Broadway. Okay. I lived on Third and Third and Zemino. Oh, like right, right over there,
2: up in the mix? right up
1: in the middle mix, like right by Bixby Park, yeah. and like mm. I um. I heard the street sweeper come by. Oh
0: no.
1: And my car was in the driveway. But I was so I had this like Pavlovian response to the sound and I ran barefoot and brawless into the street. And she just started laughing. And I come back in and she goes, You don't live in that neighborhood no more. I was or like. Who oh, was yeah. laughing? My, my friend. She was, ah, like, she okay, was okay. dying laughing. She was like, that's really funny. funniest like, because the Long Beach meter maids will, they have Dude, fear of em. God.
2: If you're a Long Beach meter maid and you're
0: listening, fucking kill yourself. If you're a meter maid, period, go kill yourself. You can do something okay, wait, better with your life. Well, like, Respect what yourself. What
1: if they're just doing their jobs? Oh, I'm not get gonna a even, different
2: job. I can't even make the Nazi comparison because that's yeah. played out. But <laughs> fucking like, go fucking do something
0: else. Go No, I've been ridden a ticket. Go put when I was cats to sleep, I know that's less evil. Yeah, that when I was headed Sorry, when I was leaving an he's, audition one time, I was on Sunset and I paid for the meter for like two fucking hours just because I'm so scared to get a ticket. I walk out and there's a fucking meter maid writing me a ticket. I'm like. Wait, no, the the meter's okay. She goes, You're outside the line. The other half of my tire was just outside that white line. And she's laughing. And I go, Bitch, I hope you get cancer in your asshole. And then she stopped writing the ticket and looked at me. I'm like, got you, motherfucker. I win this one. I'm going to pay it, but I win this one, all right? You do what I've done a few times.
2: is I've gotten like just bullshit tickets, and I will always contest them. And then mm-hmm. when they're, they send them back, I'll always recontest it mm-hmm. as long as I can. And I know I'm going to end up paying it, but just kind of clog the system up just to be a dick. Mm-hmm. I know it takes time, but it makes me feel better to know that I've like i yeah. Oh, yeah. wasted someone in City Hall's time, hopefully. Oh yeah,
0: sometimes I'll be parked in the red and this meter maid will try to pull up and get me to move and they'll just be like sitting in their, they're sitting there fat, fucking lazy, useless tax sucky bus sucking assholes in their cars and like, move, move. And I'm like, what? I can't hear you. What? And then they'll have to get their asses out of the car and as, she, as soon as she gets up, I peel off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a serious question. Were meter maids on your fourth step? Yes. Okay. Absolutely.
0: (laughs) They were there multiple times. I hate meter maids. I hate every fucking type of government employee in L.A. because they are so goddamn comfortable in their little positions. We got to clean house and hire a new fucking wave of people that actually give a fuck about the city. Because if you look at it, there's a lack of left-turn arrows. They're chopping off meters everywhere. They're repainting sideways red. These f- and we shouldn't have to pay for that. Not tax dollars. These oil companies and these tire companies who turn this entire city into a goddamn car city should have to pay for it. And yet, they're trying the whole, this whole public transportation, which is hot fucking garbage in this city, which was also on my fourth step. Because I hate <laughs> public transportation amazing. in L.A. so much. Like. How dare you pick us up in these fucking mold-ridden buses and train systems, and you, you you make us roll around in these things? These people are. You wonder why people are so exhausted looking in this town? Is because they have to ride public transit. Go fuck yourself, Metro. I, <laughs> I need a I'd meeting. Vote for you <laughs> you, you know, got gonna, my vote, man. I yeah. think
1: you're becoming a crazy rotation. right <laughs> now.
2: That's so. Funny. Do you ever have, I always have yeah. the fantasy of like, man, I want to go take like a meter maid job, but be like super cool. <laughs> or like, if you ever thought like, I want to go be a cop, but like be a cool cop. Now nah, like, you wouldn't keep your job like, for more than a makes, month. Who gives cops like a good Cause name? Because cops
0: and meter maids are nothing but fucking yeah. bill collectors. That's all you do, all right? Try not writing a ticket for a couple of weeks and see if you still have your job. Protect and serve my fucking nuts, all right? Okay, I, I do need a meeting. I can hear it. I hear a drink. I,
1: <laughs> Hilarious. I went to, uh, so my my grandmother's, uh, I still have to go to the DMV, but um, I've been, my grandmother, I inherited her car because she hit a house. Yeah. And it was also just sitting there for like ever and ever and ever. So as each. I hope
0: week, they get all replaced by kiosks.
1: Each week. I would have like a new fantastic problem that had to be repaired. And so uh, the lights went out uh, when I was coming back from a road gig and I got pulled Mm. over in Burbank. And the Burbank cops are the worst cops. Oh, yeah. In fact, I go to meetings in North Hollywood and I've been to meetings where the entirety of the meeting is spent yelling about Burbank cops.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Burbank cops are a bunch of skinheads.
1: (laughs) Yeah, they're, they're kind of the worst. And so I get pulled over in Burbank and my don't home be gr-
0: black and smoking a cigarette in Burbank. You'll be get fucking shot.
1: My homegirl is like freaking out, and she's like, she's like in the like scared position, like sitting in the car. And I'm like, we have nothing to be afraid of. I don't know why he's pulling me over, but mm-hmm. I knew he was gonna pull me over. Of course. And so he pulls me over, and it's just this young. Like he just has like placenta still on his face. He's so <laughs> young. He's so young, he's a and he's like, loser. he's like, he's like, oh hey, Mesa, uh, and he's g- trying very hard to play it tough. And I did the most disarming thing in the world, which was just to be like, oh hey, how's it going, officer? Why'd you pull me over? Right? And he was <laughs> like, like Mickey Mouse, like yeah, Minnie Mouse and over he here. was like, he was like, oh. Uh well uh when are are you aware that one of your lights is out and I was like Ugh. oh yeah I wasn't but thank you so much I had yeah. no idea uh-huh. I thought it looked a little dim inside the car mm-hmm. and then he was like oh and then he goes, well, I ran your plates and they have a San Luis Obispo uh, address. And I said, oh, yeah, this is my grandma's car. See how messed up the side is? Mm-hmm. She hit the house with it anyway I inherited it. So I'm going to um, I'm going to go ahead and like take it to the DMV and get the whole registration figured out. But I haven't had the chance yet. And He was like, oh, and I was like, thank you so much for letting me know about the, oh. the light. And he was like, oh, OK, we'll uh, get Get that fixed. Drive safe, and then he Jedi went away.
0: Mind tricked him. Wow! Yeah. Damn you! Yeah, you I'm gonna just, use that trick. All right. Yeah,
1: just yeah. The trick is just be nice. Oh, like like
0: none of that. I mean, that's all how I feel under the surface. But as soon as you get pulled over by a cop, I turn on the Disney channel. Just like, hi, hello. What do you mean? Oh, here you go. Keys on the keys on the dashboard. Oh, that's my first move is everything on the dashboard. Everything on on the dashboard lights on. I'm just like, hey, officer 10 and 2. What's up, officer? And they're just like, well, bloody, bloody, blah. -blah." They never pull me over anyway because my car is registered in my girl's name. So every time they run the plates, it is squeaky 409 clean. Oh Jesus
1: <laughs> Wow Love it uh, I will.
0: <laughs> I'm a fucking criminal
1: How do you make decisions In your life Robert I'm just moving on
0: <laughs> Oh is this another question no, I, wanna, I could listen to him go all,
2: I just have a list of topics I want to give him And hear his uh, grievances uh, How do I make decisions In my life uh, Like important ones uh, I try to do it As logically as possible Okay. Yeah. What's the logic? Well, give me a, uh, throw me an example here.
1: How did you make the decision to move to LA?
2: Um, I thought if I stay where I am, I'm just kind of probably get kind of uh, complacent and not do much with my life. If I stayed in Orange County, it's just, you know, I mean, it's a pretty cool place. It's pretty relaxed. I have all my friends there and I'd probably, you know, enjoy my life. But if I didn't move to LA, I you know would never see what could have happened and i'm like i'd I'd much rather go up to la and fail and kind of get outside my comfort zone and grow as a person than to stay and just not know what would have happened yeah i guess that's completely unlogical that's way more emotional yeah so interesting i change my answer i think (laughs) with my heart uh. But I, I, uh, I try, I think I, I make, depending on the decisions, I, I'm, I fight a lot with probably between logic and emotion like most people do, but I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I've never really thought about that.
1: How do you? Yeah.
2: I, I, I guess I make decisions. I, I try to do it as smartly as possible. How's that?
1: That works. That works. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the most interesting thing you've learned about yourself throughout the course of your life?
2: Um, most interesting thing I've learned about myself. Man, I think my self esteem is too low to answer these questions. <laughs> oh my god! Dig heart. deep. Uh, Dig most deep, interesting Rob. thing. I think I can. I can get a pretty good read on people very quickly. Yeah, you, you're I'm, pretty good at reading th- good people, I think bad I'm, people. I've like I've met enough dickheads in my life like in a compressed amount of time that i can just kind of smell it on people now and it's uh kept me out a lot of bullshit i would say
1: comedy will introduce you to a lot of dickheads in a compressed amount of time yeah and
2: then what i found is some people (laughs) are very good at hiding that they're
0: complete Mm -hmm. um psychopaths or just like a toxic person what's the thing you posted anna earlier about like how your um when you start with the people pleasing and your egos, ex- egos start exploding around you or something, you posted it on.
1: Oh yeah, um, oh we have an Instagram Twelve Q Pod. Ah. You should check it out. It's wah, gonna be hit us it's gonna on be, the be a, grandma. It was inspired because Jared and I send each other recovery memes like literally all day. So you're just I need basically to be CC'd on those. yes, we're gonna just make it public and just Please. make it the all Twelve it. Q Pod. I'm surprised so. there's Please no do.
2: coffee and uh, Oreos ready to go in here from everything I've heard of AA. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I if i had oreos but i did offer you coffee i have a tiny espresso machine you gave
2: me tea wow. and it was very nice tea. yes of course right. i appreciated it
1: but the um that's a tea you recommended to me yeah it's good yeah stuff. it's really good kind of tea shout out know. to trader Joe's. shout out to it's like turmeric what is it ginger it's really good it's right yeah there. it's good I, for right. speaking of inflammation yeah.
0: trader joe's sponsor our podcast
1: oh my god that'd be amazing um I, uh, yeah, so the meme was basically like when you learn to set boundaries and it turns into um, breaking down egos. So it's like the first time you learn how to do boundaries, it's like, I have a boundary, I respect my space, I can speak up for myself, and then all of a sudden, it turns into, motherfucker, I got boundaries, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah, yeah. it turns into this, like, other... I
0: don't, I'm not gonna drive out there in the <laughs> middle of nowhere to do your show for a nickel, all right? Yeah, so
1: you have to be careful not to go into diva yeah. territory, you Absolutely. know? Absolutely. But uh, it's it's definitely, you know, it's it's funny. Um, but so I think yeah. that's
0: what you'll start experiencing, Rob, was the whole point of that, is as you continue to get better and do everything that you do you're going to continue to set boundaries because mm-hmm. a lot of things are going to be unhealthy for you especially around comedy Oh yes. Uh, so yeah I've had to do that too where I've stopped people pleasing and you see people are like hey oh, what why no you should come do this or come do that I'm like no nah. yeah. like, I got a lot of uh, why didn't I get invited to your wedding thing and I'm like well the criteria was that if you hadn't met my wife and I at the same time then I mean, fair enough. Why well, sh- Why every guest is an extra 60 or 70 bucks? Meal, bar, yeah. everything included. So,
1: well, it's an, When it comes to weddings, it's the inner circle that you want to invite. Yeah. It's yeah. the people that... So
0: people think it was just a party to yeah. come and eat and fucking drink as you yeah. wish. I'm like, that's not how the world works. I want to. Yeah. I wish it worked like that. I wish weddings weren't so fucking expensive. I'd invite everyone, but there's some people that just weren't in the front of my brain. And I invited yeah. everyone in the front of my brain and just a couple of people that were in the bag just because I like them can I tell
1: you the funniest story hit me I was texting with Doug that morning I said hey Uh are you gonna go to Alex's wedding and he went Mm. oh shit I forgot about the wedding (laughs) I don't even know if I RSVP'd and I was like I was like just show up you're fine and then he was like he was like, "Really? Okay." And then he still—he like, showed up like five minutes late. Like it was the most Doug moment, like in a hurry, you know. Like, what was
0: that you said about Doug when he showed up to uh, Grafton's birthday party?
1: Yeah, it looked like he was showing up to a court-ordered visit with his son. <laughs> it looked like that's he was his whole vibe
0: really I to
2: know what he's wearing I know what it looks like like a court
1: yeah. monitored visit he had yeah. like a Rite Aid bag that had just like <laughs> stuff in it like it was a gift inside of a Rite Aid bag in <laughs> a balloon a like. lined up
2: shirt that was just like a little too outdated no. and, and a
1: little unbuttoned and so a, a, and a jean
0: jacket that's like, rolled up he,
1: yeah he he looked like a real piece of shit dad it was a really
0: funny a little $1.50 Mylar balloon <laughs>
2: The balloon. It says
0: best daughter,
2: and it's like scratched out to son. Yeah. Like and sorry, they're they're out, but you know, in it, fucking traffic.
1: You have no idea how accurate that was. Yeah. It was just like I like <laughs> I was just it was just the funny is every time I see Doug, I just like I'm just like oh my god. <laughs>
0: yeah, and as Oc- you're a person, <laughs> as OCD as my wife is, she was like if they didn't RSVP, they are not coming. But I was just like guys, just just fucking show up, all right? you're, you're you're good to go. Just if you got if I invited you personally, just just fucking show Come on. You'll be over. fine. And Doug was such a delight at the wedding. He yeah. dancing, grooving, talking to Hitting making the girls, girls feel pretty. Yes. You All need the that person, we, we Need that party starter. Yeah. The Dougs of the world are highly appreciated.
1: Yeah. He's born to crash weddings.
0: Born to crash born weddings. Born to crash
1: weddings. Okay. Um, Going
2: off what you were saying though about like uh, you know, people with your wedding and stuff, mm-hmm. but also I think getting to that point too you see like when you were younger if someone didn't invite you how you'd get upset like mm-hmm. i just had a, a a friend of mine friend of mine he was a roommate like he just had a wedding i mm-hmm. wasn't invited and i realized at first i was about to get back i'm like oh like we lived together for six months mm-hmm. we're buddies but you know we're acquaintances yeah. yeah and then i I'd look back i'm like oh yeah it doesn't make sense for me to be there and i think yeah. that comes with mm-hmm. uh that boundaries thing is like it goes both ways and then you realize mm-hmm. oh there's no reason to be mad about this. Also, that's beautiful. I didn't have to buy a gift.
0: Hey, yeah. there you go. For no. real. Attending weddings are expensive. Yeah, we emotionally expensive oh too. Oh my god, eh? we went last year to five fucking weddings. It's a lot of weddings. Thank God Buffalo Exchange has suits because I was spending like <laughs> thirty to forty dollars on suits. Christina was buying all these fancy dresses that she were like she can rent them though. Now nah, we you can get those rental services. It. The yeah, the rentals though they were still like a hundred bucks to yeah. rent
2: something. Men's Warehouse is pretty ridiculous.
0: Yeah, for, fuck you, Men's Warehouse. For, we're for trying to charge me some... two hundred dollars to rent my jacket, rent a suit that some eighteen-year-old lost his virginity yeah. in last week. Men's <laughs> Warehouse, my nuts. No, the the, the <laughs> no old guy in salt and pepper fucking beard. I'm not gonna like the way I look. No, I'm not. And guarantee you're, it, you're super creepy. On top of all that, stop it's, charging so much. It's they're all polyester anyways. Suits smell like farts. Yeah, and nursing homes. <laughs>
2: my lord farting
0: nursing home. so i went to the clutch of all places burlington co factory <laughs> you,
1: your jacket yeah. your wedding was from burlington fuck co- yeah factory.
0: for 65 i'm sorry she if, if you need to do a wedding and you want it to look as good as my wedding did under budget hit me up we will send you all of our vendors who care about happiness over money all right <laughs>
1: The Cheapskate Awards. Hell yeah! <laughs> there's,
2: there's like I some... literally
1: said this when we pulled up, and Stuart's like, "Gee, go on." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then we look, we look at the building, and I said, "Honestly, <laughs> if because my family was from LA, right? Uh-huh. I was like, we." Decided to get married at this venue. Neither one of our families would show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: <it's laughs> they'd be r-
1: like, they'd be like, I googled it. How dare you? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. We got Google Earth. Google Earth said, nope. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a beautiful wedding, but you're very funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, the outside was like graffiti, and it, it made for mm-hmm. like the juxta- a great juxtaposition because they're all in these like amazing dresses. We're all in our suits. Every everyone was just with this great backdrop of LA. Uh, It worked out so well. And the venue was beautiful. They were all very accommodating. And why am I pitching my wedding? Everybody
1: just sat in the shade, too. It was very funny. There was this, like, Mm -hmm. because there was no, um, like, parasols. And, like, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this, like, Asian folks don't do the sun. Yeah. That's not their thing. And so there was this huge, like, there was just this huge, like, gap were all mm-hmm. the seating where everybody just sat where the shade was oh
0: yeah <laughs> was oh yeah because so those seats were cooked and we just wish that they had some kind of awning or something <gasps> Someone but by an qua- okay question, Walmart. question, Walmart. question. Yeah. what was
1: the song that you guys both walked down the, the aisle uh, to it was
0: Girls Like You by Adam Levine okay, and so Cardi B
1: and Cardi B and did she intentionally wait till the Cardi B part to walk down the aisle yes
0: We heard the song. You
1: guys are the most you and I love it. (laughs) I was like, is she walking down the aisle to Cardi B right now?
0: (laughs) We thought of the idea and she laughed so hard and she was like, I'm going to fucking do it. We're going to have a ratchet ass wedding. And I was like, baby, you do whatever you want. And she... She still giggles about it today. She's like, I can't believe I walked to Cardi B during no, wedding.
1: It was okay. so funny.
0: They got so lit. We drank all the Jameson in L.A. that night. <laughs> Where well, was they Saturday? drank all it. Was it was in the arts district? Arts district, seventh yeah. place. Cool. The
1: uh, There's another fun tradition uh, that I did not know about, but apparently in order to, like, it's like toasting the couple, mm. but it's shots of, like, the death liquor. I don't know what <laughs> it Hell was. Yeah. And so.
2: <laughs> I would have taken yours for you. 1738.
1: Yeah, and so and so there's tables, and they're getting up, and like we would just like hear people yelling and like Vietnamese, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just like talking, and then they would be like, everybody would raise their glass, and everybody would get really excited. And there's this section off to the side. They'd like split the comedians up in a weird way, so we wouldn't like form um, like Voltron a, 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 of ho- a riff. Yeah, <laughs> a riff, a riff zone, an untenable riff zone, and, and start so, a wedding coup. Yeah, and so we're there's literally we are the two. tables tables of comedians are as far away from each other as they possibly can be and so That's i'm on the, the i'm on the far end and um, Alex, OK, so I, this lady leans over, and she was like, why are you toasting with us? We didn't know we were like supposed to be participating. <laughs> and I was like, well, I just like put my hand over my glasses. I knew it was about to go down. So I've got yep. like a hand over my glass, And I was just like, oh, we just didn't know that we were supposed to be toasting with uh-huh. you. And I turned to the table and I said, whatever that woman tells you to do, you fucking do it. Don't embarrass Alex.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and they
1: were like, OK, OK, OK. And this is already after Ken Gar took a, a bite out of a crab. Shell because he didn't know you weren't supposed to. <laughs> so it's a scene like we are uh, we are embarrassing over there. And so like
0: Amazing. We're, so
1: we're sitting there and um and so I've got my hand over my glass and you just and she's like no 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 you should all and so everybody raises their glasses and their glasses all have like iced tea or like what, just like something it that was ice
0: 1738 it yeah. was
1: mm-hmm. no booze at. and then a man comes over it was your brother uh-huh. and he comes over and he goes no not with that and he starts pouring the death liquor in everyone's uh, cups against their will what <laughs> was
0: this stuff he was pouring 1738 What's I don't 1738? know 1738 it made Pugnac. all the bridesmaids oh, okay. fucking
1: throw up so hard they had to change out of their their gowns
0: <laughs> like that
1: i that is how like serious this was that's awesome and so like like they're i kept bringing like bottles of uh-huh. like lukewarm water into the women's restroom for them because they were Hilarious. just throwing up
0: aggressively. oh you're so sweet so Thank like you. they
1: were so like so they're all sitting there and i was like guys you gotta take this shot and they were mm-hmm. like okay yeah. and they and they like it was so funny because some of them tried to sip it and uh-huh. then it was christina's sister i found out came uh-huh. over and she was like no all of it no. <laughs> and she got the whole table was the whole table was hammered in a matter of five Jesus. minutes. It was the funniest thing, and I'm just like protecting my glass, like no, <laughs> please don't make me no, burn this me. place down. But it was very, uh, it was a very very fun moment. It yeah. was a good time, and we also gave Alex's best man a standing ovation for saying he wasn't funny.
0: Oh, it was great. That I, was a I got moment. I got nine lights. You <laughs> said you weren't. Funny. Oh yeah, because yeah. you
1: were babbling in between people giving speeches, like you were yeah. hosting a comedy show. And somebody yeah. said, "Oh my God, we all should right, lie. up
0: next, Yay.
2: put your hands together
0: for my brother." Yeah. Not uh,
1: kidding, not yeah. kidding. And so we all lit him.
0: Yeah, they all. I, oh shit! I, you got <laughs> lit at your own wedding. I, it was amazing. I looked up <laughs> you, and there were nine nine sport. iPhone lights with just like the one finger in front of it. Oh, it was amazing. And then I was just like, "All right." Give it to my best man. I love it.
1: I now know why we were sitting on the other side yeah. of the room. We were almost sat outside with the bum and the dog poo Like that's how far we were it was That
0: wasn't great. a by call. <laughs> And, but
1: where you guys screwed up is we were so close to the buffet, we all just kept getting up and getting more. <laughs> good, good, good.
2: Absolutely. You're, uh, you're Vietnamese?
0: Vietnamese a, Chinese. Vietnamese Chinese? Did My wife get, is Vietnamese. Did you guys do the pig and everything at the wedding? Nah, we, we wanted to do that, but we, feel, we felt like we could just get our best bang for our buck by uh, going to Palace, and they were just like, we're going to have so much food. You guys aren't going to go was, hungry.
1: It was amazing. And yeah. it was every type of Asian food there ever was. Mm-hmm. It was oh, like yeah. it was like
2: traveling the world, yeah, super healthy or just traveling Asia, yeah, you said all the Asian food,
1: yeah, but it's everywhere,
2: okay, yeah, yeah we're everywhere, yeah, Rob. sorry, I came and corrected you on
0: your own podcast. that's
1: hilarious, I so, love that no, feel free,
0: so Rob, boundaries, boundaries yeah <laughs> well, what would you
1: say like, and this kind of relates to boundaries is what would you say your level of honesty in your life is
2: uh eighty five percent
1: What's that 15 look like?
2: Uh, white lies to not make people feel too bad. Uh, you're a people pleaser. Nah, you just, you gotta, I feel like there's, there's certain things in life you have to just, you know,
0: just let it be. Like, yeah, those rushed. like, oh, does this, you know dress made me look fat type you know. of deal yeah that kind mm-hmm. of thing okay just like some of things
1: I, uh, we host a show together and I imagined because I'm an addict the story I'm making up in my head is that it's just that 15% is just him being like get your shit together and book the fucking show Valenzuela <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like oh, I'm so busy yeah.
0: no, no no am I the 15% okay I'm so sorry <laughs> so it's my centered brain was Absolutely. just like yeah way to about? make it
2: about you I know oh, yeah. right that's why Absolutely. I said it out
1: loud because I'm sick you will feel
2: that 85 5% or what? <laughs> right, I, feel no. it. Um, I, I uh, definitely was way more dishonest when I was younger. And I think that's just part of getting older. It's just yeah. starting to, especially like when da- with dating or anything, like uh, instead of just kind of, you know, start seeing someone and then like you don't want a relationship, but you wait as long as possible to say that. Now, from like the get go, I'm just honest about like, oh, do I want a relationship? Not nah, what's this going to turn into?
1: Yeah, you're like a confirmed bachelor.
2: Yeah, but not in, like, the traditional Hollywood sense of closet gay. <laughs> I mean, like, more we do spin- a spinster. <laughs> <laughs> to be completely honest, I've spent, I'm, tr- yes, spinster. My womb is barren. I'm, sp- I've, uh, I, I don't know, I have to really click with someone, and, um, to, it sounds cliche, but I've been doing a lot of work on myself, and, mm-hmm. yeah, so, um. I try to be as honest as That's possible. That's I'm
1: saying. you eat, pray, loving it.
2: I'm eat, pray, loving it, baby. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means, but I'm doing it. You see. And I'm feeling like, it. Like,
1: watch that movie. It has Julia Roberts in it. It's pretty great.
2: Okay. Yeah. It's on my Hallmark list? It's a, mm-hmm. it's,
1: okay. yeah, it's definitely, it's not like a Hallmark Hall of Fame movie, but it's like a good one. Watch Crazy Rich Asians because I've like fucking support the cause Okay. And it's Absolutely. amazing. The,
2: the Black Klansman. That I, haven't I've heard, Black ha- I haven't seen
1: Black, I haven't seen Black Klansman yet either, but I've seen Sorry to Bother You and it's it hard. blew my fucking mind. It's hard to say Black that. Klansman. It's really good.
2: Too, it's two hard uh, K sounds right there. Black Klansman. Black Clansman. Cleansman.
1: Um, How do you uh, experience fear and anxiety? Uh,
2: poorly. No, I uh, I clench up pretty good. Um, I get a little crazy. Like if stuff starts to build up in my life, um, I'll start to feel my uh, throat starts to get tight, you know? Um,
1: What's like the stuff that builds up?
2: Oh, just everything between like responsibilities with work, with comedy, with my personal life. Just day-to-day shit when you know sometimes if you just let shit go unchecked and you don't vent you don't pull the mm-hmm. uh, release valve mm-hmm. stuff can really build up especially with uh like my job because i have to travel a lot and so i'll be fucking bouncing around canada like i did a i had to go to canada and i so i'm in sales i go to canada mississippi san francisco north carolina to name a few and uh so i didn't have to travel twice i did a canada mississippi trip like in one shot and i was gone for a week and i was just fucking nuts by the end of it so like that kind of stuff and i'll get home and i'll rest up but you know it you get that residual craziness from it and then if i'm doing something with the show with like you or my other show i'm running like i got that coming up and things just started to compile and stuff would work and you don't even realize it but you're like in this tornado of Anxiety and um, Excel like, spreadsheets. Yeah, you're just you just find yourself at the bottom of this pit of bullshit, and you know you look at the top and you're like, holy fuck, I gotta get out of this, and uh, that's kind of what happens to me. I don't even realize it, and I'll start. I'll know it's getting bad. Like I'll start to really get my heartburn get bad, or my throat gets tight, Ooh. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. So it's like a physical
2: reaction. I get, I get. I'm starting as I get older to get. I grind my teeth to get worse uh, physical anxiety. A stress
0: manifesting itself into a physical form. Yeah, and
2: That's, which is which blows my mind is cuz I've gotten way better at handling it. So
1: Yeah, there's um uh there's a book about that called The Body Heap Score, which is amazing. It's really mm. in depth. It talks about like trauma and stress and everything. And then she, it was quoted again in Rising Strong, which I am currently chewing through. It's a Brené Brown book. And um she just kind of mentions it. She's like one of the ways that you can tell you're in turmoil is like you start having physical symptoms because the first thing that kind of stress and anxiety does is separate, like sever the ties between you and your body.
2: It's real, it's real, real. Yeah. Mm. When I'm
1: in yoga, I have to like spend almost the entire time asking myself, like, what do you need body? What's going on? What do you need? Like, that's like a whole practice I'm developing. Just talking to my body Mm -hmm. has been really like midday, just being like, Oh, you feel weird. Why you feel so weird? What yeah, do you need?
2: It's, and it's like, it's real. Like the, the self-help, all the yoga, everything that people do. Massages. A, a massage up here, especially in LA to uh, to keep their shit together. Like I, I thought it was all a joke before I moved up here. And I got up here and just like everyday life up here. Just you get knots. It just fucking dumps on you that much
0: more. Absolutely.
1: Caitlin told me when I first moved to LA, she was like, "You're gonna have to double up your meetings." Did I? No.
0: No.
1: Um, you're gonna have to like double up your yoga, your workouts, your all that. Did I? No. Um, you're gonna have to really make sure that your self care is on point. I didn't at all. Mm. And then a couple years later, I you was just falling do, you,
0: apart. Yeah, you just went ham. I went ham. Yeah. I went ham. That's real. Yeah.
2: yeah. I think. I think my first. Uh, maybe one of my first weeks here I was walking around Vaughn's doing some shopping and there was a dude wearing like a messenger bag and he had his phone in the pocket right by his ear and it was playing a Tony Robbins tape out loud <gasps> and I laughed I laughed so hard at the time but now I'm, would... like, now I'm like I probably should have just walked with him and picked some uh, tips <laughs> up
1: I had a roommate that was listening to Tony Robbins on speaker
2: yeah.
1: uh, and, all the time and he was like giving himself pep talks in the mirror through the wall oh, all mm. the time and then we found out when he moved out unexpectedly, there was a lot of um stuffed animals in his room oh, that boy. were related to his sexual practices. Oh my No God. judgment, no shame if no, that's what gets yeah. you, gets no, you going. No, big shame. No, it you was, fucking
0: was, weirdo, get checked out. It was
1: a lot. Like At one point, creeper. I asked the other roommate, I was like, why? Because he did like lighting for a Tony uh, Robbins thing and he got like all the tapes or all the stuff and he was like, yeah, it was because I did this thing and I gave uh, him the Tony Robbins and I am so sorry because he won't stop listening to it I, out loud.
2: I got woken <laughs> up one morning, this was before I moved here, a good friend of mine lives in Sherman Oaks and Ever, all his roommates are in the industry, and at like six in the morning, I got woken up to just like, I am strong. I know what I want, and it was him oh, just doing God. his affirmations, yelling them, you, yelling you, them in
0: the shower. You have roommates, you, you fucking can, well, this
2: guy, you, this you, evil asshole He's a whole
0: different story. This you, kid, that's a can, big pet peeve. Just motherfuckers walking around listening to all kinds of shit without headphones on. Yeah. They set, headphones are a dollar. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, it is if the your thing, fucking yeah. loud music and your stupid dog in the restaurant and shit. Fucking no, st- <laughs> Stop have that! Some, have some Stop spatial awareness. That. Have some sonic awareness. Be considerate. And you wonder why this city sucks? Is mostly because of people like you. Don't rap on the bus. Nobody cares about your hot bars on the metro. No, you're not gonna be discovered on the fucking 402. Zero music
2: executives take the bus. Zero. And you know what? You know who takes the bus? Me hating you. Yeah, you wishing death on you. And then, you know, and that's, and that's where this city goes to hell because yeah. of yeah. you. You're the reason. I can't stand Yeah. You guys need yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would love to go to an AA meeting. I think I would enjoy it. It'd probably be beneficial. I think you would too. I think you would too, actually. I had a, my old, uh, one of my old neighbors was like a big time sponsor. An AA sponsor, so he always. Had what is
1: the big timing? I mean, like sponsors, he had like, yeah. pro, He, he had
2: sponsored tons of people uh, under, <laughs> yeah. him. like uh, okay. he had a lot of like young kids under him, and they would always be out in the front yard reading the book and everything. What? Like that. Yeah. Wow. Well, they, it's an. Um, it was like right on the beach, so he'd be like, okay. "Yeah, if you want to, if you ever want to come, like talk." We can go over, no, like, was, steps and stuff.
1: Yeah, he was doing that. Hashtag sober life. Whoa. Yeah. No, he's, he's a cool We're guy. We're going to surf it, after this. We're going to burn your fourth step and release the ashes into the ocean. The fifth step.
2: Getting gnarly. For you. <laughs> so he, they had a birthday party in our big front yard one time, and I think I told Anna this story. They, um, It was someone's, like, 40th birthday, mm-hmm. and it was all AA people there. Everyone was really sweet and uh, they're like, oh, we're gonna do some speeches for such and such wedding, and every person who came up there would be like, hi, I'm Tom, and I'm an alcoholic. They're like, hi, Tom's like, I first met Jim, and I'm like, oh, is everything, all public speaking's gotta be prefaced now, huh?
1: Well, I guess, I suppose. I've been to a lot of, uh, I was told when I first got clean to get a really nice dress, preferably gray, because you're gonna go to a lot of weddings and a lot of funerals.
2: Christ.
1: And I've been to a lot of weddings and a lot of funerals.
2: Boy, oh boy. And
1: um, we actually we had a uh, we had a tradition. It was my sponsors, my sponsors' husband, up in San Luis Obispo. We were at this wedding, and they have this theory that if you take the cake and when you're doing the cake part of the ceremony, which by the way, you guys did that very quickly, with mm-hmm. um, the the cake part, um, if you smash it into a person into the bride's face, you're probably not gonna make it, and he had this theory he was like smashers get divorces
2: what <laughs> she's allowed to smash in yours but you know, don't smash hers
1: N- I mean no smashing no smashing
2: okay no smashing no smashing
1: I'm gonna do keep not that in let mind. the cake smash
0: did I smash the cake in Christine
1: I don't think you did I don't know smash yeah. the cake after the wedding I don't know wedding. did oh but- there was a uh, there was I don't think you did cause I
0: think I did a little like like little tap I didn't like hit her was so with it. So
1: cute. You yeah. couldn't even look did at her. Like, you yeah. do a little like
0: boop wipe with it. So
1: cute. <laughs> you were trying not to cry but I you know I, I had don't to swallow I swallow all
0: my all my feelings. I went
1: outside for 5 seconds and then you had like completed the cake part. I was like why didn't anybody tell me cuz that's the part I really watch cuz of mm-hmm. that theory. And I I said it to Pat and he was like that's not true we smash cake all over each other. And I'm like mm-hmm. yeah but you're from Philadelphia.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: really? You do You're that like every barely... day of the
2: week. That's just like a, exactly. oh, fucking
0: go eagles, we yeah. throw Bat- sixers, oh. batteries, and yeah. snowballs at people and smash cake. Yeah,
1: yeah smashing cake. Beat so. each other with
0: socks and soap bars. <laughs> yeah, give each other fucking but sock that, parties.
1: That is really what like most program. <laughs> weddings are like it's like a weird mix of like drunk aunties and people giving speeches that are like because that's the only public speaking they know so they're mm-hmm. just like hi my name's anna and i'm an addict <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> well, i guess it's not i mean that was what my dad's funeral was like it was wow. like mostly program people and yeah. people would be like hi my name's jose i'm mm-hmm. i'm an alcoholic i guess this isn't a meeting <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, i mean it's it's just you know muscle memory and it's i think how yeah. some people yeah. can let's Gives them the ability to yeah. open up by prefacing it with that. Yeah. Yeah. It, so, but uh, this guy, he was great. Um, he uh, he had a boat and stuff, and he would take people out on it. They do camping trips, so Cute. I get to watch a lot of people get really, really healthy with him. So it had a big impact on me. Still, never been to a meeting, but I'll go. I'll go with you one time. We'll do that's
1: it. a That's a really good example of yeah. he was the he was a walking. We always used to say, you know you no matter what you're a role model mm-hmm. you can be a role model in a good way or a bad way um and always remember that you're representing your program so like if you're a dickhead and you have a bumper sticker or, like an easy does a bumper sticker on the back of your car you're probably going to make everyone think in the fellowship that they drive like dickheads you know what i mean mm-hmm. or if you're like you know, wearing your AA or your NA t-shirt and you're starting a fight with a waitress Yikes. or you're at a convention. You guys have never to the convention things. Whoa. You can get that like, sounds intense. when you go to a convention and you're wearing your convention badge and you're like yelling at the barista with yeah. your convention badge on, you are representing and what that guy, and those are all negative circumstances. One of the best ways is, um, and I found this when I got into doing stand up is I talk about being clean on stage mm. and people would come up to me and ask me questions Mm -hmm. about going to meetings and so it was like oh i was representing my fellowship well in some way yeah and um that's what that person did for you is he was he was being a walking big book he was like hey I'm. he was
2: really cool and he Mm -hmm. and like he was he he never like pushed it on me he was like if you ever want to come to a meeting or anything because i think I think he saw the writing on the wall a little bit. I've definitely calmed my drinking down. Like I'm I'm a weekend guy now, but uh he uh, <laughs> Yeah, you were pretty <laughs>
1: serious there for a minute. <laughs> I can
2: tell you guys some some stories. Uh he uh he was always super cool but he He's like, if you ever want to come to me, he's like, No pressure. I don't want to put pressure on you, but even if you know you're not gonna ever stop drinking, it's just they're kind of fun to be honest. And he's like, There's a lot of cute girls there too. Hey, he's Attraction like he's like
1: rather than promotion. He was he mm-hmm. was like he
2: was like, I mean, they're not drinking anymore, but to, you know they're fun still and actually two of the two of the things that helped me just like learn about myself more is for a year I dated a girl who barely drank at all mm-hmm. and just having sober fun like learning how to do that wow that teaches you a shit ton about yourself oh, and yeah. um I saw another girl earlier this year for a couple months who didn't drink at all it literally forces you to be like what do I like to do in life not just let's go drink on Friday and we'll fucking figure it out it's like no what do I like to do? It's Friday mm-hmm. night. Besides go to a bar, what do I
0: want to do? And that was yeah. pretty eye-opening. Yeah, my wife. But I, and I also br- like to go to bars sometimes. Yeah, so. <laughs> my, my wife and I barely drink. We'll go out with her friends and with a couple parties. When we do that, then yeah, they're all you know drinking. They're all running around having shots. But when we're together, we hardly she hardly ever even grabs a cocktail. We're just running around like we just got back from a camping trip. Mm-hmm. And everybody was drinking. But she was like, no, nah, I don't want to drink. We're just going to like soak in the beach and just camp and just help everyone cook breakfast. Uh, we're... We're more so glamping, but we weren't yeah. really. It was on the beach, and we had like a full fucking kitchen set up, oh, okay. and it, it was well, really fuck fun. Still camping. Yeah, and then uh, we yeah we just we didn't drink at all, and we were just of service to everyone, making sure all the food was cooked properly, and making sure everyone knew where their tents were. I'm uh, running around handing flashlights to people that. Didn't bring flashlights because they were so drunk. They were like, "I don't even know where my tent is." I'm like, "Hey, let your tent's over here. I, I saw it earlier here. Let me get you back to here Oh my god, you're so helpful! I was like, "Hey, I'm being of service. This is cool." Well, yeah. you you had you had you know a job too. Alcohol
2: is just like a alcohol is perfect, like a perfect space filler for when you don't have anything to do, but you want to like have a synthetic uh, experience. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you put it in there, it's like, "Oh, we were doing something. We were drinking." Mm-hmm. So the fact that you just found yourself a little job and you took care of Mm -hmm. everybody it's you're good yeah
1: yeah i don't think i think that's the thing is the part of being clean and sober is you learn how to just sit with yourself and be authentic in a moment and that isn't something we value in our society really Mm -mm. um we're always trying to you know focus on work or focus on this or focus on that and and the truth is is the definition of serenity is just being who you are in that moment and in acceptance so yeah that's you found yourself there Mm
2: -hmm. it's a good thing
0: yeah you like taking care of people Try my best. Right. And they were like, Oh my god, you're so helpful. I'm like, Oh, that's southern hospitality, but I'm like, I'm actually sober and I need to do this or else I'll lose my mind. <laughs> yes. That's the other
1: part too, for sure. Uh, I've definitely found myself like with comedians yeah. like
0: cigarette after cigarette putting right.
1: myself too much in the like caretaker role mm. and stuff, and it's just like
2: Well it's it's I mean, uh That's why I started
1: yelling, I'm not your mom. I just yeah. started yeah. yelling that at people. I'm not your mom. Yeah. Are yourself. you
2: my wife yeah. or are you my mom? yeah, yeah
1: so funny but
2: I when I've taken time off drinking like when I take a month off I love uh, driving uh, people around because it's mm-hmm. like it feels good you're like I'm fucking doing one like doing a solid for my friends and that's a
0: big deal in, yeah. t- in, in any way if you're helping people like when we we're younger um, getting anytime my dad's car would break down our neighbors would take us grocery shopping and the fact Aww. that you were able to like take someone somewhere just to get little things it it changes the whole fucking vibe it's the best karma i've like anytime mm-hmm. i've ever done
2: sober driving like for some reason my karmic points just skyrocketing like
0: amazing things happen after that so Aww, yeah but- absolutely and you'll see it in like your flow of your, your day-to-day how i know like the more I help people, the more I do all kinds of things due to my sobriety, the more I get back in the form of, like, we'll go into a restaurant, boom. That, oh, you got the last table before the rush. Yeah. Oh, you arrived at a place. Oh, you got the last parking spot to make it in time for your audition. Oh, you got, you're heading to a show. Guess what? Oh, we're going to, you arrived at a perfect time, you get the sweet spot on the lineup. Yeah. Little things like that. It's it, real, it, man. it adds up. And your, your brain is so powerful of attracting things like that too and, and it just all affects with your timing. Mean, if you take a breath because we're so quick to like jump on things and do things and oh i gotta do this i gotta do that i gotta but i have found in my personal life that when i take a break before executing something it it definitely affects the outcome in a way where it doesn't look hurried mm-hmm. and the quality it, sh- it shows up more and then when i'm in When I'm in the zone, like during a set, I know how to pull, punch, whatever I need to do. I I see what's going on. You're planned out. You're ready for it. You take a second to kind of pack your, uh, your, I don't know, your mental bag. Yeah, I I plan for the worst and I'm just hoping for the best right now. And it shows up.
1: What is something you'd like to change
2: about yourself the most?
0: Oh man. Besides your hairline.
2: Yeah, I was about to say. It's it's not <laughs> the hairline. It's a spot right here that starting. it's kinda of spreading like that. It's not even like fun balding like this, mm. like ah I start to look like, you know, like a distinguished channel. Oh, we're gonna side. head to the Vallarta and get you some castor oil. Yeah, let's let's party. Let's <laughs> head over to uh Supermercado Número hey. Dos and uh, Yeah.
1: You guys are very North Hollywood right now. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so um putting your radar something jersey. I'd like to change about myself uh i'd like to i'm 170 i'd like to get to 160 because i uh that's
1: your body
2: that's that's part of myself though
1: okay well something
2: (laughs) see i my weight's been up and down i'll get to emotionally too you look skinny but like my weight's been up and down kind of my whole life i lost about 70 pounds to get to where i'm at here over the course of a few years congrats thank you look at that thank you and like there's still some hanging on and i'm like and it's the it's the last ten pounds, it's real, it's, and it's something I've tried so many times. But it's like, if you want to lose that, you got to fucking go drop ham. the carbs, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't even buy. I haven't bought carbohydrates for like the house, like maybe ten
0: times, like since getting you know on four hour. We don't keep rice in our house. Yeah. That's how dedicated we are, and I, I've gone against all tradition yeah. by eliminating rice. Very often, very, very few and far in between do we get like a little bag of rice but we don't eat rice in our household
1: rice and beans is a perfect protein though i fucking love rice
0: i love rice and i do love beans but eating all that just it inflames you and it makes you bloated (laughs) but it's so delicious even though it's a perfect protein but it's still carb heavy i don't i'll do beans
2: the alcohol that's when i slowed my drinking down I, i started to lose weight um, I, bar- I barely buy refined carbs for the house ever. And it just, it makes me, helps
0: me maintain a weight. But I want to put lose that so much shit in beer, that, you wouldn't even believe yeah. it. Dude, you look at what they put in just like Bud Light. Oh, yeah. It's disgusting, man. Oh, they even throw MSG in there. Yeah. What? Alright, something what? I'm not even playing. That's not that's not an Asian joke. No, they I They put monosodium glutamate uh, inside beer. They they, 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 they add it. sugar into water. They do all kinds of fucked yeah. up shit. Like anything, I will not buy anything Pepsi Cola. I will do your commercials though, just so yeah. you, you I will <laughs> myself for
2: that sweet, sweet
0: commercial. Yeah. Buddy. <laughs> But yeah, the, the, they, I, I fucking hate it because they sell nothing but Dasani water at all the movie theaters because they got some kind of contract. But if you leave Dasani water out and want, let it get to room temperature, it's sweet water. They put sugar in that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: it, uh, the Lipton iced teas have more sugar than Coke. It's like ridiculous, you know? You know like
0: 50, 60 grams of sugar in there. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, and you, like, when you see the visual, you think of that measured out. Yeah, you're trying to lose weight and you're trying to be healthy, but yeah. everything fucking around you is like designed. To just fuck with your health. It is, man. <laughs> Literally, like, look at how much carbohydrates are, Can't, like, a part even of every water. meal. Even the water. Oh, yeah. my God. You guys disgust me. You goddamn... Okay, I'm not gonna get They this add whole... sugar to Dasani water? Yeah. That's why I don't drink Dasani water. I will only drink spring water. Never purified water. Because oh, purified it. water spring is... Spring water? Yeah. Dude, you gotta get the uh, the Brita and just get a, that, a bottle. Got that. Got that. The... What? Yeah, spring. I mean, spring water is at least from a natural source. Purified water is basically faucet slash toilet water. Yeah, and I'm cool with that. Okay,
2: yeah. so
1: how do you? <laughs> You're like,
0: sp- I have a well. I have dug it behind my apartment. Absolutely. How do you I,
1: experience forgiveness, Rob?
0: <laughs> yeah. How do you forgive these corporations? <laughs> how do I experience...
2: How do I? Yeah, it's like they live with the glasses on with you. Um, white van's gonna pull up. To yeah. yeah. In the he lot. knows too much. He said too much. How do I experience forgiveness? Um, I held grudges pretty heavy and I'm not going to lie and don't say I don't have one or two still that are like, they're in there, but mm-hmm. I have found that literally just forgiving someone, it, it, uh, and I struggle with it with certain people, but, uh, I have found Why? that just because, you know, some people, uh, have done so much to fuck with you or to hurt you that it's, you know, you you've said you forgive them and you tell yourself you forgive them, but you have to remind yourself that you forgave them. But oh, that's a rough one. Yeah. I found that I just, it's my life has been better letting shit go. And, uh, you can, you can forgive someone and still be angry with them, but just kind of, it's like, what's the, um, the saying it's, uh, holding a grudge is what is it? It's like drinking poison, expecting the other person to die. Pretty much. And, or it's like, it's, it's letting them ex- Like, exist inside your brain and stuff like that and that's how I feel about it dang say that drinking poison line line again for our listeners it's uh I think holding a grudge is drinking poison and expecting the other person to die woo it's uh it's true and then so that's I'm like what what good is it gonna be do me to dwell on this shit and then Mm. I think once I got that down the next one is well the best revenge you can ever get is just living your life and trying to be successful so I think that's how I deal with it. A, I just forgive it. B, like it's just more fuel for me to try to make something of myself, because that truly is them drinking the poison. The second they see
0: you, and they're like, "Ah, oh, fuck, they're better than me." Can you talk about one of those two grudges? Are you okay with that?
2: Um, yeah, not, I, it would take way too long to get into some of that shit. But just like you know, people give us a
0: give us a trailer.
2: Um, just like my relationship with my sister mm-hmm. yeah we we have a, we don't have a relationship kind of thing same mm-hmm. yeah so I, I haven't seen her in 10 years maybe yeah she's a she's that like we could do a whole series on that but um, you know I get really angry about it and then I kind of just I'm like that's I'm gonna probably wither up and die if I just hold on to that anger so I'm like mm-hmm. I just gotta keep living my life and I just got to try to do what I love, try to be successful at what I do.
0: Making sure home base is stable.
2: Yeah. And then, you know. Because
0: yeah, that's what you're in control
2: of, is mm-hmm. home base and not all the other stuff. So yeah, that's, you, that's so healthy. Yeah, don't worry about anybody else. Worry, I mean, worry about people you love. Don't worry about people you, you know, have issue with.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What's been the weirdest amends you've ever had to give in your life?
2: Weirdest amends? Oh, boy. That's a good question, right there. Weirdest amends.
1: We're like, I don't know. What most was profound the or
0: yeah? Whatever. What was the amends like with uh, your oh? I Sacramento just Sacramento girl.
2: Oh, uh, <laughs> it eh, it was slow but sure with her. But um, weirdest amends, I'd probably say yeah. With having to literally kind of forgive my sister for being a shitty person and uh forgive her in person or no or just, your, just okay. to myself okay. having to like forgive her and be like you're not hearing this but i have forgiven you so that that was uh that was hard
0: i thought the exact same thing with my sister yeah do you guys do you guys ever talk or no? no yeah she didn't come to my wedding i invited her my family invited her they all tried to get her out and she just didn't bother yeah it's hard my uh my sister i i don't
2: know what it is i think she's she was very bipolar and got some really bad psychological uh advice and just basically to put it in a nutshell decided to cut off her entire past family friends everything
0: going the madonna route
2: yeah when i was i was the last one she hadn't cut out and I was so angry with her, I was like, oh, 22, 23, that I said, no, I'm cutting you out until you cut this bullshit out. And that's kind of where we left it. So. Wow. wow. Yeah.
1: What is your day-to-day like? <laughs> like, how do you maintain the temple that is
2: Robert? I uh, So I'm in sales, and... You're a comedian, yeah, I'm mean you
1: happen t- to be in sales during the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Takes a conviction in your comedian. life. You're a Zora, you are a producer. Smith, you are a producer <laughs> of amazing I am shows.
0: I'm a salesman of jokes.
1: You, you have a d- you guys a damn good podcast. podcast. Mm-hmm. You've Thank got you. a lot of good stuff going on. Yeah.
2: So the problem is, you know, and uh, I'm sure a lot of comics experience this too. Full time comics is I'm in sales. I work from home. So every day when I get up, it, like I have to maintain some kind of structure. Like My first few years doing it were a mess because I didn't realize this. So I have to like really stay on myself. So what keeps me, what helps me maintain is just the checklist on my phone. Mm-hmm. The checklist on my phone and sticky notes keep my life in check. And um, just literally forcing myself to if I've been in my house all day to just go do something. I love one of my favorite things if I I want to get out of the house and maintain sanity is I'll just go to Goodwill. I love going Mm. to Goodwill. Me it's, too. It's a treasure hunt. Oh. Yo, yeah. have
1: you been to the one on Beverly in Hollywood? I don't know. but You gotta I, go to that well, one. I the will, one here in North Hollywood, dude, all the studios dump off their
2: stuff. I'm
0: into one. it. Wow. We, will do Hollywood.
1: we will do a will, whole thrift I day. I will
0: I'm cancel
2: there. I'm there, plans please. To, to thrift store. Fucking Macklemore spoke to me. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: he, no, he, Did he? No, no, he heard me. Yeah, he uh, heard you. The one in Los Fields is amazing. The one in Long Beach, I went down to do um, You're Such a Sex in the City podcast Yeah, to our friends down there and i went into the the one on redondo in anaheim
1: yeah, and i, know I walk the in
2: there I, I just had time to kill i love looking smells like up.
1: feet good smell.
2: smells like feet mm-hmm. and a little bit of, it smells like a public bus you know mm, really? yeah. farting. Mm-hmm. or what no it smells like a, a men's warehouse suit that's, yeah, what, we're that's yeah. what we're talking yeah. about. that's what we're talking but uh, i go in there i see Got i see a <laughs> take, take that roasted i see a, a hard shell acoustic case for 15 bucks i'm like oh this is in great shape this is awesome i've been looking one for one and i pop it open there's the guitar in there what Gibson <gasps> you know, which if you don't know anything about guitars Gibson is and Fender are like kind of the, uh, yeah, top, of the Eve, yeah. Yeah, top of the heap yeah top of I mean there's we we go on about you know other artists and guitars and rarities but um, I see this I give it a quick look over shut it latch it pay for it get the fuck out of there yeah. for $15 I take it in the next day to a guy out in uh, like East LA like a specialty shop it's a 1964 Gibson LGO Mind you, it is not. It's worth in mint condition. You'd be hard pressed to make about a thousand dollars. But like that is an amazing. That's like a treasure, and that's all. All I ever look for when I go to Goodwill, and I Mm. now I'm kind of like, what's the point of going back? I'm never gonna get something that good. But I I love going like to to Goodwill. I love just like. Right when I moved to L.A., I would just explore. I would go to, like, the missions. i check mm-hmm. those out, historical sites. I'd just find little fun things to do. And that's kind of what keeps me sane is, uh, is just kind of getting out, exploring a little bit. And uh, Is that before or after you listen to Tony Robbins <laughs> out loud? <laughs> out loud at, at the Vons yeah. and uh, Los Feliz. Mm-hmm. I, you know, that really helped. Mm-hmm. That really helped. What keeps <laughs> me sane is that. And then um, just kind of my grandpa had a saying which was for happiness is you need uh, something to do, uh, something to look forward to, and someone to love. And so one of the biggest ones in there for me was uh, having something to look forward to, and that's just like your your carrot in front of you. you know, It okay. keeps you going. Like if you got a vacation or you got something cool planned for the weekend, oh, you don't have anything cool planned for the weekend? You better p- fucking plan something. Mm-hmm. and That'll get you through it. So kind of just maintaining a structure and just... Getting out of the house and then trying to look forward to something is kind of how I try to maintain my sanity. I you got a vis- you got a vision board?
0: Nah, you should get one. Those they're, they're a clutch. Yeah, what I I've heard that used so many times, when I, I couldn't even tell you what a vision board is. I have a vision board broken down into my one to three month goals, ah. goals things that I can accomplish within one to three months, and then I have my six month to a year goals goals that I could accomplish realistically in six months to a year I have my three to five year goals which are like you know a little more uh you know Netflix special yeah stuff like that and then I have my 10 year special which is like I mean my 10 year goals (laughs) which is like own a home in LA you know and then and below all those I have like at least five under each category and then below that I have like little positive affirmations because I'm such a psychopath that I need these (laughs) Little things that, right when I wake up, the vision board's like on the wall on the other side of the room looking right at me. I'm like, okay, these are things that I need to do. And since I've gotten sober, I've been able to mark off a fuck ton of those things. That's cool, man. Yeah, like, How many, so, you, what was it, like uh, one to three? One to three month. One to
2: three month, then what, what, what are the three categories again?
0: I have one, uh, there's four categories, oh, four categories. One to three month goals, and then I have my six month to a year goals, and then I have my three-year to five-year goals, and then I have my ten-year goals. How many? Uh, d- d- how many like do you have in your first I have, category? I have at least about in at any given time. I got about at least five. Oh, okay, five. Five things I'm gonna accomplish within thirty days. You know, and they're like small things, like oh, hey, do you know twenty sets? I'll uh, lose five pounds. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know. Go on, a little, go on a little staycation somewhere. Like L- little realistic things. And on top of that, right before I walk out the door, I have the Time Magazine issue with Robin Williams on the front, mm-hmm. on my front door, because that, that reminds me that I'm here to try my best to make people laugh, because he did it at all costs. God rest his soul. Um, but that, that's another issue of addiction, you know, another topic of addiction. It reminds me that to not fly too close to the sun, because then you have those issues like addiction. And then you have people out there that want to enable you to for their own entertainment. And I think that's what happened with Robin Williams. Is that people enabled him and they gave him pills and stuff. And oh, God, it breaks my fucking heart that that's what happened. During his weak point that somebody some one of these scumbags just came in and hey, here's a pill. Hey, you know, this'll help. That's why I have such a huge bone to pick with Big Farm. Because as you're trying to do work, Rob, and you're trying to go through all these paths, you're going to encounter these so-called health professionals. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Oh, I've encountered them, man. Yeah. yeah. If you need meds, I'm not I'm a big disclaimer. Take your meds, do do as you're told, but also think for yourself too, because a lot of this shit is being peddled. Out. Like I, I, had a fucking back cramp that I went to the chiropractor for, and he tried to prescribe me like space grade anti muscle relax muscle relaxers or some shit. Get the fuck out of here with this. You're gonna give me some shit that I need to be inside a locked room to take one of so my back doesn't hurt. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, that's not for you. That's Ugh. for someone like in a horrible accident. And they That's just, for no it's, it's for no people. It's for that shit is for zero people. It's, it's disgusting, man, the opioid problem and everything. This
2: we could have a whole podcast about yeah. that shit.
0: We can literally there's but, entire like series and careers that have been made just because of this bullshit. And yeah. Uh, I get so sick of it, but uh, I like your vision board. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My vision board is clutch. I, I'm actually gonna. I, I think I'm. I encourage everyone I out like there, that, yeah, because uh, I, I, try yeah. to
2: do that in my head, or I, I'll th- write it in a notebook, and then you know
0: you forget about it and whatever. No, it like, needs I just to have it like everything needs to be in front of your face. I have all my small quotes of from sobriety all on my wall. Oh, it's, so it's all on. It's okay. all on a giant dry erase board that I have in my bedroom that I look at every morning and every night just to remind me that. Uh, You know, all the great things that I've learned throughout my path, you know, like all these little things, like one of them, uh, I believe was something you told me, Anna, was uh, no one's your career can't take care of you or or I believe it was that. Yeah,
1: it shouldn't be your source of your self-esteem.
0: Yeah, your career.
1: It's a thing that you do yeah you You have to you are worthy without it
0: yeah
2: yeah jim wasn't it jim carrey like a lot of people gave him shit for saying like uh you know that uh you know success in your career like like it's you're a fool if you think that's what's going to bring you all the happiness and people be like oh you're Mm -hmm. jim carrey he's like yeah but he's a human being yeah i i should know this better than you because i'm living it yeah and so i agree
1: what is your concept of a higher power?
2: Um, well, I am—I'm an atheist, but I would be the first one to to admit I'm wrong if all of a sudden God showed up. Be like, well, shit, I'm wrong. I've been wrong before. Um, my concept of a higher power—I don't know, man. I—I I, I don't really necessarily believe in a higher power, but I—I I believe that there's a lot more to the universe than we know and I believe there's an energy that runs through everybody but um so you're like low-key agnostic yeah well I'm, I'm atheist like in my belief like I don't believe there's a God I'm mm-hmm. not gonna I don't I, I'm, I'm not gonna get in your face about it I just don't believe there's a God but uh, an agnostic by definition is unsure I don't believe there is one mm-hmm. but I would be fully, fully willing to admit I'm wrong, if there was one to show up. That being said, I don't live my life like a fucking asshole. Well, a little bit. I don't. Yeah. I try to be a good person as best mm-hmm. I can, and live a good life. You know, I don't need uh, religion to really do that. But mm-hmm. as far as the higher power, I believe there's there's something that we can't really measure that runs through us, that runs through nature, that runs through the universe, and um, I think we will one day kind of unlock the power all of all that by whatever means we do it but um, I I like to think there's something going on out there it makes
0: things a little bit more interesting it's all within us man Yeah, it's all within us it's been unlocked and the more we keep on really tapping into like our frequencies and our ability to create things and our ability to impact each other's lives and I know this for a fact, because little, and this is maybe just me speaking, just at, into a fucking void or whatever. But I'll be driving around, and when someone lets me in, I'll throw a peace sign, like, "Hey, thanks, hey, peace, thank you so much." And then just a little peace sign, super Asian of me. Mm-hmm. And then throughout the day, I'll get that peace sign back. Yay. Someone will throw a peace sign to me, and you're like, "Okay." And it's just like how, uh, you know, great actions are contagious. So are bad actions. Mm-hmm. It's all very contagious. One hundred percent. We are very impressionable towards each other because we like we all operate on the same frequency. It sounds new agey, and I'm sorry if it does, but if you continue to help people and if you continue to be nice, and you turn it around, it will come back to you f- uh, tenfold. And I believe that's what the power of God is, or like the, this, your God, or the universe, or whatever. The good things happening to people, regardless of this any situation. Like if you continue to like swallow your fucking ego and do good things to people for people then it's gonna all come back around and it's gonna create a better society and I think that's what we all want yeah well I do
2: that I, that's funny you say that like I when I first got I mean I drive a lot for work too and I've, for many years it was just road rage road rage yeah. road rage and then one day I was like dude that's just road rage begats road rage and all that yeah. and so I just started to like let people like you're in a hurry buddy I'm not get in front of me I'll give little peace signs I'll let people yeah. go yeah and then that translated over to I try to when I'm walking down the street if I walk by someone I always try to say hi or some, albeit like 90% of people just mm-hmm. don't see it. But yeah. I like what you're saying is like we can we can kind of spread that love around and it makes mm-hmm. it better and that is kind of like almost love is...
0: Yeah, we forget about power. that shit because everyone drives like fucking cunts in LA yeah. and then they're all driving like they have no consideration for anybody. I'm like, man, dude, whatever your life you're living I'm sorry but I'm not going to get in your little fucking way yeah just go around dude yeah. I'm, I'm i get tired of it and when people try like i was tr- turning right earlier but i was waiting for a bird a, a kid on a bird scooter to cross and i'm just like all right he's riding a bird he's having a good time and this guy behind me is laying on his horn and so he pulls up i roll down the window and he pulls up next to me and I, and I said to him, what, you want me to kill the fucking kid? And he was like, oh, oh, my God, I didn't know. So you got to check people sometimes, yeah. too, on top of that. There
2: are, there, I mean, I, I justify some road rage here and there, but. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, th- I think. White Mercedes and BMWs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's
0: true, though, man. Like uh, you were saying, I think the power is within us and we need to, but we got to spread it. Yeah, we're we're so numb today as a society yeah. that we don't want to care anymore. No, no. But that's lazy to not, take everyone it. So lazy not to care. Everyone wants everything, but they don't want to care about it. Start with caring about your fucking self and others, you idiots. Yeah. You know, listen, man. Like, take care. Like, it's that's why I love the the community. That's why I love the circles that we're <laughs> in in comedy because everyone takes care of everyone for the most part. We're all looking out for each other. We we know like if if anyone needs a fucking ride uh, in, within our circles, I'm like absolutely. Mm-hmm. Little things like that change people's outlook. People will come up to me and just like, oh, remember like three four years ago when you told me like, oh, I'm already living the dream, things are great, and I'll be like, I actually don't remember. He's like, oh, well, you told me that thing, and I was, and it makes me feel good. Of course, you know it it helps me as much as I helped them. I don't know what I did, but I know at the, in that moment in time I was being a good person. Mm-hmm. Helping, and it comes back years later. Helping people feels good for a reason. You're supposed to do it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And th- and that's the power inside of us. You have the power to make people feel better, and I'm gonna try to do it. Except for meter maids, you're not allowed. My love. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you're exempt from. Your the... there's a build a wall around these fucking meter maids. That's what we need to do. <laughs>
1: Alex needs a meeting.
0: <laughs> this is his meet. He's getting it yeah. out. Uh, Let it I'm out, get, I'm getting it all out in the form Hit of a two two-hour Hit podcast. <laughs> so. Yes.
1: Robert, what would you give away on this podcast to somebody just like you?
2: What would I give away? Yeah. Um Don't be afraid to be yourself. You know, mm. don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to do what you want to do and just kind of like there's there's a voice deep inside of you that I think I know specifically i kind of turned off because i was like oh i gotta be fucking tough mm-hmm. and uh listen to that voice man you, you built you know build some armor around yourself but also that voice is there for a reason listen to it or you're gonna fuck your life up and you're gonna look back and have a lot of regret and also and also uh, saying i don't know where i heard it it might have been on reddit or something but someone's uh the way they try to live their life is they uh Strive to be the person that they needed. I'm like, that's good. Yeah. Like, you know, going back to balding. At first, like, I was like, "Fuck this noise!" But I was like, you know what? No, dude, I'm just gonna rock it, and hopefully, someone sees. that I was like, "Oh, he's doing it. He doesn't give a shit. I'm gonna do it." Until Alex here yeah. takes me and we cure this, and then I'm like, "Fuck you, buddy." No, but in reality, just listen. Like, don't be afraid to, uh, don't be afraid to be who you are. And um, unless that person's a real big asshole, in which case you need to work on yourself, but continue to be who you are. I think that's a
1: beautiful place to leave it. Um,
2: Absolutely. Good
1: pod, guys. Uh, Where can people find you? And please tell everybody about your fabulous
2: podcast. Okay. So you can find me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter at Robert Zorf. That's R-O-B-E-R-T-Z-O-R-E-F. I'm the only one in the world. Thank you. You can uh, listen to my podcast. It's called Tales from the Outside. You can find that on iTunes. What's it about? Tales from the Outside, uh, which Anna has graced, is basically where... It has been pretty much all comedians so far, but I have people on and they tell me a crazy story of something that happened to them in the outdoors. So I use outdoors real like that, real kind of thin, like as a thin basis. Like it could be you got drunk with your friends in a park one night, all the way to like you kayaked across duh, I don't know the English Channel. Wow. When and Caitlin's
1: so, back in town, yeah, I'm gonna have her on. Her, yeah. And
2: it's. Uh, it's a hard one to run because it's like I want to have I know so many comics and people to bring in, but like I gotta find stories, and like yours was great. My friend Erica uh, even called me recently. She's like, dude, I loved Anna's. I could listen. Aww. to her forever. Aww. You got a fan. She just talked about growing up in like a small town and stuff, and it's and it's
1: hanging it, out in graveyards for yeah. fun. Yeah.
2: Like I, oh, had, okay, shit. Uh, I had I had Chappelle Lacey on, and um, he he's like, I don't love really, me some Chappelle. Yeah, he's he's amazing. He's like, I don't really have a story and so I brought him on and we literally went through worst case scenario situations mm-hmm. and I asked him what he would do in that scenario so we, we get into all sorts of shit but give it a listen he would just backflip out of everything Yeah, yeah. He, 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 told, he told a crazy story about like singing like getting pulled on stage to sing with those, one of his favorite bands like that guy's amazing shout out to Chappelle check him out um, you can find that there uh, iTunes uh, I think we're on Spotify now and then yeah. please also check out me and Anna's uh, show. We do yeah. every second Thursday crisis comedy, which great, is great, great show, great show. Alex has been there uh, at Holy, Holy Grounds and El Sereno. We've
1: been packed through this yeah. summer. Oh, yeah,
2: it packed. is. I, I pitch it to people as I'm like. It's at a coffee shop, but literally it's in this magical backyard. Oh, I and love that I don't stage. Wanna, yeah. I don't want to be new agey, but the vibes there. Like, it's it, good you, vibes. You, like, it's electric in there. And then please also check out my other show. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, at Bear Grenade Comedy. Uh, we do that. We're trying to do every third Thursday at uh, the Sycamore Tavern. We just- Shout uh, out to Trevor. Shout Who out to Trevor uh, and uh, Sam Tripoli and everyone over there doing it. That room's great. The dojo. Check that out if you're in Hollywood. Please come by to either one of those shows. Say hi to me and uh,
1: yeah. yeah,
0: or say hi to Anna if you're yeah. coming out to present.
1: Yeah, Anna,
0: where can people find you?
1: People can find me at Anna v is fun on Twitter and Instagram. You can also find me at AnnaValenzuela.com for my show dates and please check out the Bruhaha podcast on the Unpops Network.
0: Hey, you can find me on all social media at Dapper Duong, D-A-P-P-E-R-D-U-O-N-G. All my fun stuff is there.
1: Brr, or you can see us. him on TV. Yeah, you
0: know, can I catch can him I him turn turn on TV, Hollywood Alex, a training, uh, You oh. know, showing up in Comedy Central gave me a jacket. I you know, mean, kept. just showing up in the Vietnamese newspaper. Yeah, wait till. <laughs> I the saw Vietnamese that Vietnamese newspaper. That blew my mind. Oh also, my God,
1: Alex, wait till the zipper breaks on that jacket, and it will. Uh-huh. Um, we can be <laughs> we can be broken zipper buddies. Hey, well, um, I got
0: a great uh, tailor who can fix that for a great deal. So holler at I'll, me. Okay, is it the Berlin? Wellington Coat. <laughs> <doctor>? <laughs> <laughs> okay. yes. Callback. Yes.
1: Oh, my God. Okay, well, um, Robert, if nobody's told you this today, we love you.
2: Oh, I love you, too. Thank <laughs> you guys for having me. This is yeah. fun. Yeah. I had no that's idea what I was getting myself into. <laughs> I know. I didn't and tell I, you And shit. I feel like I should be paying you guys a copay. pay Hey, that's Alex. the biggest compliment.
1: Alex, if nobody's told you this today, I love you. Aw,
2: oh, I love you, too. Hey, Yay. both of you, if no one's told <laughs> you is fucking love you. Oh, oh, and if you're listening Aggressive, to this, but we'll accept
0: it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
2: Nobody's told you this. We love you guys. Okay, bye. (laughs)
0: Bye. Love you.